listeners, you've already clicked on this episode, so you know what the title of it is. On this particular episode, I've got on a podcaster, copywriter, some would call him an entrepreneur, Uh, the man runs his own business. I've been on his podcast before, Between Two Bros. He took the time to come on with me. His name's Terry Schilling, and we talked about a variety of topics. To be honest, I'm not going to list them all. It was just a really fun conversation with a guy I really vibed with. Really good dude. Could see myself uh, grabbing a beer with this guy. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the conversation with the great and the powerful and the enthusiastic Terry Schilling. Check it out. This is the Jock Spinoff Show. Terry, what's going on, man? My man, what is going on? Now, do you go by Anthony or Tony? I feel like it's kind of like back and forth. It's back and forth, man. I like both names. I don't have a preference. So Tony Anthony the third, we'll call you. The third. <laughs> I'm not the third. That's the only thing. <laughs> All right. Oh, man, dude, I'm, I'm really good, man. I'm really excited to be on uh, the show. Yeah. And uh, thank you for having me, man. Hey, I'm excited to have you on. Now, before we got started, I know I made you tur- turn off your AC, and I know it's still warm in Chicago, so... Oh my god! How are you yeah. feeling right now? I'm are feeling you, okay. There's this, okay. I have a fan on in the room that apparently is pretty quiet enough because you haven't complained about that background noise. No, so, I don't hear the fan. Well, the AC is kind of a monster, so uh, that fan it gets pretty loud. Yeah, I thought it. It seemed like you had your AC blowing directly on the mic. <laughs> yeah, I was literally. I have eight fans in front of me because um, Chicago, dude. <laughs> it's like it's it's crazy. I mean, should we just talk about Chicago weather for 20 minutes? Because that's such exciting stuff. It's like what everybody I mean, talks wh- about. Here's the thing. Chicago weather, we're recording this on Wednesday, July 17th. Yes. It's supposed to get up to so 97 tomorrow and then 100 in on Friday, 94 on Saturday. So for yeah. those that don't know about Chicago weather, yes, that is hot, but it's also fucking <laughs> humid as hell in Chicago. Yeah. It's like unbearable. It's like the, yeah. you get all the notifications on all your weather apps saying be, you know, be cautious going outside. It's a heat wave. Chicago's it's like a swamp when it gets that hot. Well, and just in general in the summer, Chicago's like the weirdest place in terms of weather cuz you get the weirdest. 9 months right. of winter and then you get 3 months of just like tropical humid fucking summer. Yep, it's no terrible. No in between. Like September is a little back and forth. Labor Day is perfect. I feel like typically yeah. And then you just, you never know. I mean, it's football season. It could drop to like 50, 60 degrees. And then beginning of it October, could. it could be 90 again. And like in and April, I remember yeah. I went, uh, in April, I went to uh, California. I went to Coachella. And while I was at Coachella, oh, at it you. snowed here in Chicago. It was a big thing. It was the Game of Thrones premiere. And it just everybody in Chicagoland's like, oh, I see. HBO really went all out in the Chicago market <laughs> to give us winter Hell yeah. for the premieres back. Hell it's, yeah. It's wild, man. Dude, it's so funny. How many calls are you on where you meet somebody from out of town? And like anybody listening can probably relate to this. Yeah. It's like weather is easily one of two things you talk about like right away, especially if you're waiting for other people to join in. You're like, oh, you're in San Diego? <laughs> Oh man, the weather out there is crazy, right? Crazy beautiful here. You know, it's X Y Z. Absolutely. Well, it's one of the things. That's like a default thing that people talk about. I feel like it's like that, or 
like when you get really old and you have kids, it's like you talk about traffic. Like, oh man, uh, what was your route to work today? Traffic. How long did it take I'd, you? Yeah. I never want to get into like the traffic zone conversations. I, I believe I, you. I, I know it's a thing. It's crazy. And then it's or just like if I meet somebody from a different town, I'll bring yeah. up some sports and it's a 50 50 shot. Like, yeah, they'll know the don't team. Like sports. <laughs> some people, what's wrong with some people? Some I people know. don't like sports. Imran like, doesn't like sports. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, well Imran has his shit. He has his hobbies. I, I was working with somebody from Toronto, and I'm like, oh, the Raptors, huh? You're like, yeah, it was good. I'm not a huge basketball fan, but yeah, it was exciting for the city. It's like so monotone. I'm like, wow, okay. Wow, yeah. I mean, well, I could have easily had an hour conversation with them afterwards about it, but... Every job that I've worked at, the the first thing that people fucking talk about is <laughs> coffee. How many cups are you having today? Are you on your, are you on your second cup? I'm like, what? Oh, man. Why, why you, is this a thing? Yeah, man. Where do you work? It sounds like, uh, it sounds soul-sucking. <laughs> I'm I'm just I told, I'm just I'll tell you about that before or after the show. <laughs> I'm just kidding, no, dude. I know it's it's just all that talk, and like I hear it all the time, kind of going around. I'm in a co-working space in downtown, and just some of the random shit I hear. It's just kind of funny. It's like it's like, oh, do you want to go? What do you want to go to lunch? It's 9:30 in the morning. Oh, it's like that, that is a sub- real thing. You think, you think it's Subway today? Yeah, maybe. There's this new spot that opened. This That's jerk, a real this jerk chicken place. Like, oh. I've, I've, so I've, that is a real, definitely a real thing. And the thing is, like, if someone tells me, asks me that, and it's like 10 o'clock, yeah. there's a 50 50 chance, there's a 50 50 chance that I'm either going to be like, yeah, I'm kind of hungry already. We should be thinking about that. Or it's 10 o'clock, dude. What are you talking about? Like, what, yeah. it's not, we have two hours before we even have to oh get a lunch my break. Gosh, I know, man. And it's just, I have, it's just a few interesting. At the co working spot, there's a beer on tap that's free. Okay. And so, oh, that's they, dangerous. I know. And they're like the managers in the building, like they call them community managers, they open that shit up at like 9, 9 30. And there's oh, a guy, God. the Fuck. earliest that's I've alcoholic. seen. I know. The earliest I've seen a guy comes in. I don't know his name and I'm not going to call him out, but he comes in there at 9 50 is the earliest I've seen. It's funny. I mean, I time it because I see somebody tap it and I immediately look at my clock. That's just my instant uh-huh. reaction to it. Sure. I see him pouring it. And the thing is, they have pint glasses for you to take to pour your beer, mm-hmm. but he goes and has like a, you know, a insulated coffee mug. And he's just, oh. I feel like, dude, you're not like, who are you trying to fool? You're walking around <laughs> probably thinking it's coffee and he's, he's like a chugging. That's you know, amazing. Eight, 12 that, ounces of beer. And that's morning. amazing that he puts it in a coffee mug as if it's like, okay, like no one will notice I know. that I'm it's doing It's always this. funny. It's like, who are you fooling my man? <laughs> oh man. But yeah, dude, with lunch, like at, at every job I've had, dude, I was the huge snacker. And when we talked about lunch, like I could have easily ate at like ten, ten thirty, and and at the same time, it's like it's kind of sometimes you feel like it's kind of sad if one of the first things you think about when you get to work is what time is yeah, lunch and when are you going to eat it. That's true. That is kind of sad. Do you eat breakfast? I do. I'm a smoothie guy, man. Okay. Oh, you do a smoothie uh, for Terry, breakfast. Terry's berries every morning. What do you put in there? Uh, so it is a bit of water, almond milk, mixed berry medley, frozen of frozen berries. Uh, a little mm. bit of almond butter, and then oh, I nice. have some. Uh, sometimes I put like some vital proteins, collagen in there. Oh, I'm good. not like a huge like protein guy. Like just the collagen, I find that um, I don't know. It's keeping me look young. My hair is flowing well, so I can't complain. <laughs> it's not oh. like whey protein where I'm trying to get jacked. I'm How like, old are you? I am 32. Yeah, you do look young. 
Yeah, see, thank you. At least you. on the pictures. Well, who knows if the pictures are. <laughs> that's really me, though, man. That's Trust you? me. Yeah, that's like from a couple, like just not too long ago. I feel like you're, you might be using that face app thing. That's up in reverse. Oh, God. That's Have going you seen how uh, crazy that's gone? I, yeah, of course. And I, I did the old man photo, like, because that's what people do now. Yeah. I have to. I look crazy awful. It's just so weird. I'm like, wow, the wrinkles that they put on your face. It's crazy. They, they, over, they make you look terrible. They really do. They over exaggerate. How old you're really going to look when you're that old. And now the thing is, is that it's all going out. Like, you guys know this is a Russian app. They're taking countless, countless photos. Like, you're giving them access to everything in your phone, like, photo-wise. Oh. And so people are kind of freaking out now. I mean, I feel like the phones already, they, they have access to all everything. They could turn on the camera if they wanted to and watch Everything's it. listening right yeah. now, man. Everything. We know that. Like, we could talk about, I've had this happen to me before. We could talk about the 1996 NBA draft right now. I could go to Google and just type in the year and like it would, you know, automate and say, are you like, it would suggest me looking up the NBA draft of 1996. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I saw, I heard on one, I listened to Joe Rogan a lot. Yeah. And uh, he mentioned that one, I'm paraphrasing, but he said one time he had a guest on the guest was like, yeah, I was talking about, let's say uh, the Canada goose jackets or whatever. Yeah, you know, I'm making this up, but there's right. something, some sort of product. And then he's like, I go on to Facebook later that day on my phone, and now the ad on the sign is for Canada Goose jackets. He's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. I mean, I don't know if that was coincidence, but he's like, this is crazy. Crazy. I, I don't know. It's it's definitely not coincidence. And even if like I'm googling, so like my job, my job, and we may get into this as a copywriter. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, eventually I, get into I, all I this. I work with a variety of different clients, so I'll look up a competitor's. And it could be like an interior design firm and it could be like an online company that outsources like local people to you. Mm -hmm. And the next thing I know, I go on Facebook or Instagram and I have a sponsored ad for that company. It happens all the time to me. What, you know what I've noticed too? I, and I've had, I've seen that. I've noticed when I Google something that I'm thinking about mm -hmm. and I put in like the first few letters of what I was thinking to Google, <laughs> oh, it'll God. fill it out for me. It's scary, bro. That's, that's, the, that's when I go, whoa, this is fucking scary. And I, I don't know. I don't know that that might just be coincidence and I'm Googling things that are fucking common, but still. Well, I think it just, it, it continues to learn exactly who you are and what you typically search for. And I think it's just, it's crazy how good yeah, that's we are true. guessing. And it's just how we are just, you know, even in Wikipedia too. Yeah. We're just rats in the maze trying to find the cheese constantly and they can, they know where, <laughs> what our next move is. They, they know everything about it. Is, is that is, too conspiracy-esque? Is it just like, wow. The listeners are gonna be like, "Wow, we're getting getting some shit with this." Oh, Terry Schilling Im guy. Imran is a big conspiracy guy, so if he if he ever listens to this, which he probably will, he'll be like, "Oh yeah, you're you're right. No, they they absolutely are listening. They they're, they're <laughs> doing could, everything." He would just go on a tangent about how he's searching he everything. Off, yeah, he would go off on a tangent about the Illuminati and there's like three people running the world and all sorts of bullshit. I'm not big into that. I'm no, just, me neither. I'm just a full believer that we are literally living in Westworld and we're just all robots. That's the thing. Maybe, it's maybe. We're all kind of like I've I've heard this from uh, Elon Musk. We're already well, I, basically cyborgs. I was just about to say he thinks we're in a matrix, right? More well, or less. He he did throw that out there, but he did say we're basically cyborgs at this point. And the reason is is we have our phones. So if I need to find information, I can pull it up in a matter of seconds and tell you what I need. Tell you what the information that I've, I've isn't just that, found. Isn't that wild to think about? We're that attached to technology. We are that attached it's, to just crazy how far that we've come. Like people, I've, I forget who I heard this. It was some comedian. I think it was a female comedian who who has this bit. How she talks about, um, like, look, imagine kings back in the day. You know, just I want a 
you know, turkey leg. I want this. I want that for food wise. Right. And here we are. You could be, you know, making, you could have just a part time job or you could just, you're a college student and you have Postmates. You're like, I want Taco Bell. I want tacos. Or like, I want the best Chinese food. And you can instantly get it in 20 minutes, depending obviously how fast they make it. But it's just like we're living in this world where we're all our own kings. And absolutely. It's just. Well, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing holding you back. Like, for instance, the other I'm trying to learn how to how to play golf a little better. So, okay. you know, before before you had phones, you had to, you know, find someone that knew how to play golf yeah, and then you had a to, golf pro or play a golf pro or then go out to the driving range and have that person go with you and then instruct you. Or now you can just pull up a YouTube video and be like, "Oh, yeah, I can just learn this on my own." Yeah. Or I, you know, the recipe to something. If you you lo- or like, let's say you lost the instructions on how to set up some sort of technology, set up like the the TV to your uh, speakers or whatever. Right. You know, before if you lost the instructions, you'd be like, "Fuck, I got to find like a handy person." <laughs> I know. Now it's like I can just Google it and be like, "Okay, here, yeah, I got to plug in this wire, this wire. Oh, I'm missing this thing. Okay, I got to go buy the this." YouTube man, just YouTube pop is it, crazy. Ask, ask the YouTuber the Goog, and you're good. YouTuber, I mean, Goog. I've been like, I've done a few, you know, home things, do it yourself projects, and plumbing was a big one. And like, I put like a whole new vanity in my bathroom, and like, it's just watched so many YouTube videos. And like, <laughs> I just had a, I had watched one. I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Let me watch another one to see if they're saying the same thing. Right. And uh, yeah, but yeah, you can learn fucking anything on your own. We can swear on this. It's cool. Oh, yeah, you can swear. You okay. can do whatever the hell you want. All right, let, let me tell the listener though how yeah, we got please. connected. Yeah, let's get. Because some, I was on your, uh, your podcast. Yeah, yeah. I was on your podcast. Me and yes. Imran, you had us both on the Between Two Bros podcast. Is that correct? Yes. That was called? Yep. Between Two Bros. Between, yes. between Two Bros. Did your and homework on your guest. Yeah, I, good. I, did, I did the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to have no prerequisites on how this was yeah. going to go. We just met on the streets. Yeah. I was, speaking of Postmates, I delivered your food. And hey, you want to come on a podcast? Yeah, right. Are. Right. I was like, you're a Postmates delivery guy. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I have the perfect show for you. <laughs> so I was on your show and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And I great. recently learned that you don't do that show anymore. Or well, you've taken a little hiatus. Yeah. No, yeah. I wouldn't say we don't do it anymore. Okay. So it's with a good friend of mine. His name is Mike. Yep. And we were fraternity brothers. We still are really, technically. Right. Technically, yeah. You're and, you're always gonna be friends. Yeah, if you got yeah. if you know, if you guys go back and listen, it's like two guys went to school as strangers. They Met as fraternity brothers, they left as best friends, and then we started a podcast. Mm-hmm. And we really, it's similar to this and a little bit what you and Imran do. We talk about sports, we talk about pop culture, we have different topics, we bring a variety of different guests on from all walks of life. And you'll see we go through different hiatuses, we're really busy, it's clearly kind of a hobby for us, but when we do, we we have you know a variety of different connections and of people in different industries, so we do have a lot of fun with it, it's just the consistency part is the hard part for us. Like this summer mm. he moved and he had a lot of trips and then I had a handful of things going on and we're just, sometimes we struggle to find time to sit down for an hour or so in chat. Mm. Where, if people wanted to listen to this, go back and look at some of the archives, where would they listen to it? Yeah. Go to between two bros. You can listen on Apple, Apple podcast, Stitcher and Spotify. It's Got it. So it's on all, it's all the, it's all the, the majors, big, all the big players. Yeah. So then I messaged you and you go, yeah, I don't do this anymore. I'm like, fuck, what? I don't, I don't want to have this guy anymore. <laughs> and then you go, but I, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a copywriter. So uh, just go real quick. Tell us about that. And Yeah, yeah. You messaged me you- and I'm like, well, man, like I'd love to be on the show. We could also talk about this. So I mean, in I was a <laughs> I'm kidding, copywriter. By the way. I was going to have I was you a copywriter regardless. for 
I know. I know you are. I know. <laughs> no worries, man. And so, I mean, I have a variety of background. I, I went I went to school as a broadcast journalism major, and then I graduated in 08 when the market was terrible. I'm not really using, trying to use that as an excuse. It was awful. Like mm-hmm. every any job offer that I had from news stations was like, you're going to make $23,000 a year and you're going to live in Bumblefuck, North Carolina or, you know, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, which would have wow. been cool. But like at 21 grand a year, they're just like, you're going to have barely enough to survive. And I'm like, oh, that sounds awesome. And so I just could never pull the trigger on that and then just got mm-hmm. into um, some marketing um, marketing jobs, did a freelance photographer reporting work in Naperville, Illinois. And I kind of just- Naper thrill. Naper thrill, yes. <laughs> and I just kind of pivoted into, I, I worked in event marketing. I worked for a startup that did like high school and youth football camps. It was kind of a big player. It was like a competitor to FBU if in like that kind of circuit back, um, you know, five, six years ago, a little bit more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got into FBU? an agency. What, what, what's so it's like, you? it's a football university. So it has like high school kids go and do all this camp circuit all across the country. Ah. And then basically a lot of them get chosen to that army all American game that you see on NBC for got football. It, got it. And so they, the one that I was with their sponsorship was the Marine Corps and they had a game on Fox sports for like three years. And, um, but I left that. It kind of was just fizzling out for me. And then I started at an agency as a copywriter from a friend of mine who owned an agency. And then I kind of started a little side hustle and just kind of got that urge to be my own boss and saw a path to take it where you know, I could use this skill set that I have, help other business owners, help people learn how to you know, write for their own business, help other freelancers thrive as well. And uh, in April of 2018, I left the agency, my full-time job, the cushion of a full-time paycheck, good benefits and everything and decided to do it on my own. And I haven't looked back. I don't regret it at all. Uh, I just, as cliche as it is, it's just like anytime things get tough, you know, it's trying to learn something or, you know, struggling to find clients. It's just like that happiness factor. Like it makes everything easier to figure out along Mm. the way. So you, you took the risk and and it's been a, a little bit now and you're, you're doing it full time, huh? Doing it full time. Yeah. And wow. it's it's been great. Been having some of my best months recently. Good start to the year in general, even though we're almost we're over halfway done with the year, right. which is crazy. But insane. Yeah, man. And I've like and I don't know like how much, you know, some of the people like you follow on social media or what have you, but I just got really into that whole I won't say hustle culture, but a lot of the different entrepreneurs who, you know, promote their online business and promote their brands, like people like Gary Vee, somebody mm-hmm. named like Marie Forleo, uh guy like Pat Flynn. Uh, there's just a handful of people out there who are just, you know, really influential and inspirational in the space. And I just kind of got into it and just saw a path. And, you know, I keep consuming that content too. Um, Helps you yes, stay motivated every day. Yeah. But yeah. You know, really, I, I think I just, I feel like, I guess the biggest player is like Tim Robbins, kind of like that self-motivation. Absolutely. You know, you know? and I don't listen to t- Tim Robbins, but I know of people, you know, in that kind of space and, I can really get into it. I'm I'm a believer in a lot of stuff they say. Let me ask you a, a thing that yeah, that makes complete sense. I I'm familiar with all those guys. Yeah. Let me ask you something right off the bat then you can yeah. choose to answer this or not. Um what do you do for like insurance? Well you, see you buy insurance independently? <laughs> see, this is a good this is a good thing if you meet the lucky someone. So my wife Ah so yeah, she has a full time job and I and we're married. Obviously, I said wife. Mm-hmm. And so I'm on her insurance. 
Oh, perfect. So that works right. out. Yeah. What do you do for, do you save for like a retirement or a 401k or what do you, what do you do? Yeah. So I opened up a Roth IRA. Yeah. So I did have perfect. an IRA with my old company that I still have. Um, Roth then, IRA is, is clutch. Uh, yeah. So it's nice. And then I get into a little bit of the stock game here and there. I'm very a novice at it. And I'm mm-hmm. just, I feel like I'm really the, I'm on like the app Robinhood. If you're familiar with that I'm, one. I'm on it. I'm so I just downloaded it about two weeks ago because I started really diving into my 401k and like where my money's going. Right. Yeah. I was like talking to a financial advisor and then, uh, I was like, I don't really need you. I, you've taught me everything already. So I'm going to do this on my own. So I, I've been investing. I have a Roth and a regular IRA and then I'm so like you, dabbling you, in the 401k or in the, the stock thing. I haven't started yet, but I'm, I'm doing yeah. my research. So did you take the money from your, like, 401k or IRA from work or what, or I don't know if you did it on your own. So I, uh, I, um, I, uh, my old job, I had an IRA that it's still currently at that job, but I'm going in the process of switching it over to an IRA with my new job. Got it. But along with my IRA, my new job, um, offered a Roth too. And I decided to do that as well. So I'm doing a Roth. I have, I'm going to basically have a Roth and an IRA, Roth IRA and a regular IRA, um, going on at the same time. For those that don't know what this means, <laughs> <laughs> this is exciting shit. Right? Well, it, it's important though. Um, it, 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 hell yeah, it is. Well, so four hundred one k people probably know what that is. I'm not gonna be. It's uh, it's a very long race that your work forces you to do. It's exactly. Tough. It's yeah. it's never ending until you retire. <laughs> yeah. You never see the fruits of that until you retire and lose. Or if, well, if you have to withdraw it early, you might get a penalty. But anyways, um, an IRA is money that you put away that is tax deferred. So it's money that you save up and hopefully builds in stocks and mutual funds and exactly. bonds yeah. that you, once you start to use when you retire, you will have to pay taxes on. So if you have a million dollars, it's a million dollars, but you'll have to pay taxes on it when you decide to withdraw it. A Roth IRA, I believe, is is better um, because you pay taxes on it initially and then it just builds up. And then eventually when you take that money out, you don't have to pay taxes on it. So you pay the one-time tax when it goes in as 20 bucks, and then that money just builds. So Now, is it, just a quick question on that, I forget, is it a maximum of like five grand a year that you can put into it? Uh, so I don't really know. That's a question I didn't ask. I know that my job, you can't put in more than 50% of your paycheck. Yeah, I think there's, a, there's definitely a, a limit on how much you can put into that. And I mean, and you can really choose different stocks that you want to invest in as well Absolutely. with this thing. So, I mean, if you want to get into the CBD craze right now, you can. It might be a little bit bullish, like up and down now. But I mean, at the same time, it could be very lucrative in the future when we're all drinking CBD lemonade and gummies <laughs> and, you know, kids and dogs are already, dogs are already eating. There's dog treats with it. So I think it's going to be everywhere. Absolutely. That's one that I've like now- trying to research a little bit more on. And I own a few very small shares through Robinhood. Like I'm not a big person where I'm like putting in $2,000 and buying a shit ton of stocks. I'm kind of just testing it and seeing like I did mm-hmm. Roku at like 50 bucks a share. Mm-hmm. And then now it's up to 110. Oh, there so like, you go. So, you know, so that's just like a good example. Does um, Robinhood send you a 1099 during tax season? Yeah. This, yes, they do. They do. Right. Okay. That's good. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I am dabbling. The first stock I'm looking at is AMD. Yeah, I've I have heard, a, I have a few shares of that. I've heard, I've I've heard really good things about AMD, and I heard it's just going to keep good, going up. Yeah, it's like a small microchip that feels like everything's going to be 
using soon. Yeah, I'm I, I, more so than yeah. I'm, I'm just debating on how much money to play with in the stock market. That's the only thing. Well, it's just you know it's it's interesting if you think about like if you're a coffee drinker if you there's something that you typically spend maybe fifteen twenty bucks a week on. Yep. Uh, you know, just think about either lowering that down or see if it really is worth it, or put like eight nine dollars into it and buy like two shares of something that's fairly cheaper for nine dollars by one share a week. I mean, in a mm-hmm. year, that's just going to add up because sometimes it won't jump so high in a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's super interesting because I like I said I I was I was like you know I've been throwing money into my four hundred one k and I don't even know what the fuck's going on I don't even know anything like and I'm sure a lot of people like were are like me that they're just like yeah it's good my four hundred one k I don't really know how much I knew how much I was contributing and I knew my employee match but that was about it I was like I don't know how this fucking works how is it yeah, growing yeah I was what am with I you. even invested in I was with you yeah and then it, once I got woke to that I'm like oh shit this is kind of fun this it's is kind of interesting super fucking exciting i know yeah, right i'm like thinking about transitioning mine like all to a roth ira and kind of doing it on my own like you did and, and just kind of playing that game and yeah the the only thing is when you so just a word some tip a tip of or some tips a tip yeah. of advice that doesn't even make fucking sense <laughs> some advice um when you transition it to an ira to a roth your so whatever you have in yeah. your ira let's say you have 50 grand right you transition that to your roth that money will be counted by the government on top of what you made that year. So let's say for simple numbers you made 50 grand this past year. I'm sure you, you know I mean yeah. you're doing way more than that. And yeah. then you added the 50 grand that you had in your IRA. The government will tax you as if you made $100,000 that year. Yeah. So I would I would just be careful cuz then you'll get taxed at a higher tax bracket and you you'll definitely owe the government money. So sometimes it's it's recommended to work with a um CPA. professional yeah yes. like cpa or something just so exactly. that like, he can yeah. help you be like this is have, how much you put yeah, in i do yeah. have somebody that i work with on great that. great so great, great. yeah i mean i you know but that's that's yeah that's good information though for sure fucking and tax good for man, our listeners man. and i don't and i don't pay taxes i choose not to so it's fine well then you're <laughs> you just well I, maybe i should take your <laughs> last maybe i should like, take your last you know name off the name <laughs> of the show i'm just kidding man <laughs> of course i do I always like I always would joke at that at my old office and like one of them was like kind of more of like a Republican esque person and like oh yeah you know they would always just look at me like wait a minute Terry like, you have to pay your taxes I'm like oh, I know I always think of that joke too of just like in, we're not we're just that line in Billy Mad or Happy Gilmore mm-hmm. you know we're, we're you've seen Happy Gilmore I assume yeah, yeah. right his grandma they're taking her house away it's mm-hmm. like it's like grandma like why didn't you pay your taxes. I would have, but I didn't have any money. And that's just <laughs> his own voice. And it's just like, oh, God. It's just like people could be so dumb. I, the I, thing is, is like some people are just small potatoes where they choose not to and they may be okay. They may go like their entire life as long not. as they like, especially like if you're your own business and like you you just don't, you withhold a lot of things and you're making like 60K a year and living comfortably yeah. and great. But people like Mike from the fucking Jersey Shore and then the, you know, reality TV stars who just... You know, don't withhold a lot of money. You, you, You're driving around in Lambos and have all this property. It's like, yeah, something's off here. You see that with a lot of like What's reality that? stars, and I said you yeah. see that a lot with reality stars and young like actors and actresses are thrown into fame right away. You get thrown a lump sum of money, and you're like, great, I got a hundred grand. I'm going to spend a hundred grand, and you don't realize that yeah, that's going to get taxed like crazy. And you're gonna have to t- it's owe amazing, the government. Man. You don't. You don't even like realize. Like, because no, no one, 
like when you were going through school, were you in any like? Fi- I don't remember anyone telling us about taxes and how to save no, money. No, not really. The only thing I remember, I had an econ class in high school, but I, I honestly can't even remember like all exactly that we learned from that perspective. Like, whose job? I feel like schooling like, should, schools should teach you that. It's like how to write a fucking check. It's like I don't write checks anymore. I got yeah. Venmo. There's like there's peer to peer payments everywhere. Oh my god, it it's frustrates crazy. it frustrates the hell out of me when I my mom's like, "Hey, can you like I owe my mom some money?" And she's like, "Hey, can you go to the bank and give me cash?" I'm like, "Mom, just download this app. I would have gotten you the money seconds ago if you would have just downloaded this app." Or she'll be like, "I got I like had a weird char like I don't know if I um charged my card, if the card went through, I'm going to have to call the credit card company and see if that went through. I'm like, Ma, if you just download this app, you could see right away that the card has been charged or not with that 20 bucks. She's like, yeah, but I don't want my info to be out there. I'm like, oh my God, okay. We're not, this is, we're not even on the same level Turn right now. Turn off Fox News. Listen to your, <laughs> listen to your damn son. I got, yeah. I got you. I got you, Ma. <laughs> right? Everything's going to be fine. Oh my God. It, it's crazy. I, I wrote a check the other day. We had a uh, like a friend's birthday party, and we wrote their if it's for their first year, like their kid it was a one year old. Oh no, a birthday. check. Yeah, no. And we wrote a check to him, and I literally had to double take. I'm like, and my wife's her name is Selena. I'm like, I sign here, right on the bottom. I'm like, right. And what? I just had a total brain fart. And, like, I've and written checks handful like times, but it, oh yeah, it sounds so stupid. You got to right put like the sense over one hundred, and then if the mm-hmm. The number is the uh, the whole line isn't filled out. You had to put like a through line so that you know, like doesn't yeah, get filled exactly. out with more stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's I, super old school. I, I, if you got if you have any Gen Z listeners right now, they're like, wait, what the fuck are they talking about? Oh my god, yeah. If if there's anyone that's Gen Z listening, they're like, wait, you didn't have a cell phone back then? <laughs> oh, I, I was listening to this podcast about Woodstock '99, and something that just throttled my mind is they were like, yeah, um. This was a time when we didn't have cell phones, so we just enjoyed each other's company. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, like ninety nine. Yeah, I was twelve years old. Yeah, I didn't have a cell phone. Doesn't, nope. that, doesn't that sometimes though? It sounds so nice though, right? Absolutely. It, what is that podcast? Is that the break stuff on Luminary yes. from the yeah. Ringer? Yep, yep, one hundred. I am a big Ringer fan. I am too. I am not though a fan yet of subscribing to a podcast network. So I listened to the free version. I was about to which say, I know Luminary. Episode. Luminary is like eight bucks a month, or a little yeah, bit more. I, than I don't that. know if yet. I don't know about uh paying yet a monthly for podcasts. Yeah, I don't know either. I know that they did like the like the Ringer does the rewatchables. I don't know if you listen <laughs> to any of those, but they just go through movies and they like did a thing in nineteen ninety nine where they did a bunch of movies and like um they just break down each movie like into categories like most rewatchable scene like casting what ifs uh, all these cool like fun sh- things and they go through all these movies makes you just want to watch it again. I know they did mm. American Pie, which is like, you know, oh, growing man. up, that's just kind of what that I was learned exactly what you do in life. <laughs> <Almost>. <laughs> it's just crazy for me. Like I have a nephew who's going to be a junior in high school and I'm like, have you ever seen American Pie? He's like, no, no, no. I, I've heard of it. I want to. And I'm like, don't fucking lie to me. But like, just tell me you haven't seen it. And I'm just like, but why haven't you? Like, right. It doesn't age well because they trap or they don't trap, but they record Shane Elizabeth walking around naked in the guy's room on a webcam. Right. So clearly that's not right. going to happen anymore. It doesn't fly. But it's just like, it's like, it's like that girl exists in high school. Like I can't wait to get to high school right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just remember. I mean, how, old, how old are you, Anthony though? I'm 31. So you're 31. So you're around my, yeah. So, you're, around so you know age. then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing about that movie and I, looking back on those movies now, 
first off i love that movie i bought it i, I love it i have all three of them like, yeah, american no, pie is like my like breakfast club if everybody talks to me like what's your teen movie like i won't like i won't say anything other than american pie for me is number one because even just, even the one america was it american reunion the fourth one yeah i i enjoyed the hell out of that i, I, I got i, I got nostalgic as hell watching that one well in american pie 2 is fantastic it's like all right what what guy going through high school is like i can't wait to get to college and paint and go rent a lake house and have a summer job painting houses right. and throw huge parties every weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that, that's no, it's all things I can relate to. I just remember watching those movies and then now looking back on them now, just going, man, they always like <laughs> casted 25 year olds as high schoolers. And like, just as a kid, I was like, yeah, that's how I, I would look in high school. And now I'm like, no one looks like that in high school. No, especially really Shannon Elizabeth. Like no one's got like huge fake boobs like Shannon Elizabeth. No, but. not at all. And even Tara Reid was kind of a smoke show. Yeah, before she got really like a shit show. <laughs> <you say. laughs> yeah, she really uh, fell off a cliff, huh? Yeah, man. But God, that movie—it's just like, oh, did you watch Little Mermaid last night? Oh, the Ariel, she's so hot. And it's just <laughs> like, yeah, man. This is it's like it's what guys think about. And have you Absolutely. ever seen Big Mouth? Any of those episodes? No, on no, Netflix? I no, I haven't. Oh my god, it's so dirty and wrong and raunchy, but it's like charming and. I have to. At go- the same I don't even time, know what is, what, is it a well, sh- Nick Nick Kroll and Mulaney are the two main voices, and it's oh, basically yeah, just like this. twelve, thirteen year old kids, and they're going through you know puberty, and Nick Kroll's character and and John Mulaney's character, they have this thing called the hormone monster, where it like it's like this creature that looks like a mix of Alf and like Sasquatch, if you will. And it just, okay. like, Nick Kroll, I believe, does the voice in some weird voice. But, like, it's talking about the guy's dicks and talking about, you know, having sex with girls and all this shit. And it just comes at it, like, full like full force. Like, what you're thinking, all these kids. And uh, it's just wild. Because, like, I mean, we, I mean, you and I grew up as teenage boys. Mm-hmm, of course. Um, you know, we had, most of the time, one thing on our mind. And that's kind of what that show dives into, but just in a much dirtier <laughs> way. I mean, the, the thing on your mind as a teenage boy is, okay, what would sex feel like? Like, what what would that be like? Like, mm-hmm. if, before you've ever had, you're like, what would that be like? I'm sure it's awesome. It, what would it be like? How do I do it? How, like, where, <laughs> who's going to do this with me? How do I find out when they're going to do it? What are the signs, yeah. you know? But, like, just thinking about that movie now, the way they objectify Shannon Elizabeth, like, it wouldn't fly today. People would be oh, like, no way, it's no way, crazy. you can't, you can't throw so much. Yeah, it's, people it's would so just revolt. Anything that comes out of Stifler's mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the most chauvinistic guy ever. <laughs> I mean, the whole the whole movie is about finding a girl to have sex with. I know. Because exactly. that, that, the, the, the third act, spoiler alert, all the guys have sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're all exactly. like, this is great. I love it. Cheers to us. Yeah, we did it. We fucking... Yeah. We got our holy grail of things that we needed in high school. <laughs> that's what it was, man. But it's Absolutely. just crazy because I mean, that's just kind of thing. And then, like, I remember growing up, like, junior and senior year, and then, like, prom was coming around. It, like, that was a big thing on your mind. If you had a date, you know, you're just like, holy shit. Like, oh, yeah. did it happen? Like, right. does she think of me that way? Like, fuck, should I bring condoms? Like, what is ha- Like, what do I do? Oh, yeah. I remember um, in high school when I first learned about, like, condoms and all that. I went and I I bought a couple and I had them in my wallet for like a while because I just I hadn't had sex and and after a while I was like well I would always be like 
look at these look like I'd I'd pull out and I'd pull out like some money and people were like, Oh, you have condoms? And I'm like, Yeah, you know, just in case. So I thought that was such a cool thing. Yeah, I fuck. Yeah, I fuck, yeah, I fuck <laughs> right? Yeah. And then like after like I heard from a friend like after like six months, he's like, You shouldn't have those anymore. I'm like, Why? He's like, They like expire. I'm like, Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna just toss these now and I'll have some new condoms to hang, hang yeah. hold in my wallet. Yeah, man. Oh my gosh. And just like today's kids growing through high school, it's just so like just with all the different apps and things that they have and just you can just get in trouble. Just imagine if they had like Snapchat and Instagram, all that stuff when Shane Elizabeth is walking around that room. So they mm-hmm. would be literally everywhere, not just the school, but like everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. <laughs> Everywhere, like, and you'd be in so much trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more so. We never knew what happened to Jim because it got to the high school, but somehow Jim was still able to go to prom in that movie. Right. That's a big what if. Yeah, what what if they like? How does he? How is he able to? Uh, how is she? They could well, track his IP address expe- and that it was him. Doesn't she leave? She leaves the high school right once it finds out. Once they find out, like she doesn't go oh, to prom. God. I think she's like embarrassed by the whole situation and she moves back home because she's i forget why she doesn't go to prom you're right i think it's because she's embarrassed and uh she's from another country she's doing some horrible accent <laughs> she really is from well, she's then, like the czech republic or something yeah yeah and then the second one she's like calls jim and she's like i'm gonna be home this summer or yes. in the summer i can't wait to see you yeah 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 <laughs> that's probably pretty bad pressure but it's but it's kind of that bad at the same it time. is that bad and yeah. he and he finds out that he he's actually in love with the band camp girl God, American Pie. Anybody who hasn't seen that and you're, I don't know, if you're 30 or younger, go see it. <laughs> it was it, For me, it was like American Pie. Um, Road Trip was another big one. Road Trip's me. a good one. Yeah, same. Um, Euro Trip was, was a terrible movie, but it was it was a good one. That was another one for me. Excuse me. <laughs> what other teen movies? Scotty doesn't know. I'll tell you, one for me is The Girl Next Door. Like, that's another one. Oh, that's a like, great one. But I saw that a little that bit later. It takes a dark turn, though. But it's such a... It's such a good movie, though, man. I, I, but it, I would just, I'm just saying, like, there's, you're like, this is another high school teen movie. And then it takes oh, a dark turn weird. when he gets, yeah. starts beat up and he's getting, like, abused by this guy that's the girl's pimp. It's like, whoa. Yeah. This just got don't weird. Know, the girl next door is this guy. He is going to go, he wants to go to Georgetown, like, valid Victorian, pretty much, of his high school. And then this hot girl moves next door, who is Alicia Cuthbert. Uh, oh, really in her prime from, from 24 fame yeah in her prime is right very attractive in this in this movie and it turns out that she's a porn star and then i mean that's all you have to know a porn that's star moves next know. door and, and and then they, they kind of fall for each other, other and yeah. then you know there's shit at a porn convention <laughs> and a producer becomes his enemy he's the you know he's the bad guy in the show and i don't know it's great what's the producer's I he's a famous actor uh, the girl yeah, it's Tim Oliphant. Timothy Oliphant. I don't know how you say his Elephant. last name exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, me neither. Elephant. That was Elephant. another good movie. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. That was another one. A lot of good teen oh ones. Well, I mean, then there's <laughs> like, there's Can't, there's Can't Hardly Wait, She's All That. Those are kind of classics for our generation a little bit there. Yeah, I, Can't Hardly Wait. So Jen, Jennifer Love Hewitt was my, my crush as a kid. Yeah, I know what you did last summer. I was a big Jennifer Love Hewitt. I was big yeah, Jessica I Alba. I mean, I remember her in Idle Hands. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was great. Idle hands, yeah, right? Very underrated scene where the hand is just grabbing boobs, and you're just as a teenager <laughs> going, "Oh my god, this is crazy." Uh, and Jessica Alba, she still like feel like she has an age. She's just a pretty woman. She's a very hot woman. I, 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 any girls that are listening to us, like you guys are just the worst right <laughs> now. God, this is such a this is such a guy podcast. <laughs> 
I mean, well, but it's it's the tr- like this is what you think about well, as you know a teenager. What? You know what's funny is like to go back to that show Big Mouth. One of the funniest things I've seen in that is they they focus on one of the main girl characters in it, and she has her own hormone monster, and then she's getting horny, and she doesn't really kind of know what to do. Like she's like wondering, going through all these phases too. And she's she's thinking of guys a lot. She's thinking about sex. And then when the guys found out from their hormone monster, it's like, oh, this girl's acting weird. And like their hormone monster's like, yeah, here's a surprise. Girls, girls get horny too. And then they're literally the animation. Their head explodes because they couldn't. They can't. They can't believe it themselves. And I just felt like I feel like a lot of that's like relatable. I think for, like for girls, it's like okay, we know what guys think about. But for guys, it just some of them are just you know so crazy about it, if you oh, will. Yeah. You know, it's just like, wait, girls think about this stuff too? Like, I've heard about it in high school, like, girls talking about other guys, like, oh, did 100%. you see so-and-so wearing, you know, in gym shorts and wearing sweatpants today? And you hear that stuff in college. It's just... That's what I was going to say. When, when I got to college is when I realized, oh, girls like sex too. <laughs> they think about this a lot. Yeah. Because like, I overhear conversations, oh, yeah, like, I, I slept with him. Yeah, it was, he was terrible. Or, you know, just very, like, man, like... Almost as the way as the way men you would think would talk about it. I was like, girls talk about it the same way. Did you turn on that AC, by the way? I did not, no. I hear it too, uh, though. I can hear. Yeah, what the hell is that? I don't know. You boiling some water? No. I honestly, it's no. probably, so I'm in a, so I'm in like these six old buildings in Chicago. It used to be like the fruit markets and they turned them into condominiums oh nice and so like so there's like cement walls throughout and there's a lot of piping in between so i think somebody's just taking a shower and like oh, the nice. unit above or something just, yeah just knock on the ceiling no, I'm, I'm kidding you <laughs> yeah that. it's like hey fucking just stop it i'm fucking podcasting yeah. down here <laughs> i know what Shit. <laughs> yeah so sorry about that hopefully it's not too bad no it's not bad not it's as bad as not as bad as the ac fan it was earlier. the ac was the ac fan was awful this is this is very much um manageable yeah <laughs> um how the hell do we get to talking about teen hormones and teen movies? <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. I, we went from like, we went from stocks from 401ks to talking about, yeah. uh, we went know, from something where people should recording, be listening, recording, na- recording naked women on a webcam in the late nineties. <laughs> There's anyone that was a big thing. Webcams are now just all built into your computer, right? No one uses a webcam anymore. Well, some do. I really? actually, well, in a way, well, it's, it's weird. Cause I feel like webcam kind of has this, somewhat negative connotation to oh, it yeah. you know what i mean it's like I, oh you're a pervert you have a webcam yeah. it's like it's not like that though <laughs> so like so sometimes like to get back a little bit to like for me as like my job is like a freelancer you know entrepreneur solopreneur there's like a bunch of titles when you're, you're kind of your own boss mm-hmm. but like a big thing about for me is like i like recording videos and doing content like teaching like different skill sets of like you know here are three tips to write a great headline for your website like mm-hmm. stuff like that so, like, my main focus a lot is writing websites for different companies and different business owners. So, a lot of times, I I do record videos right from my computer, and I have, like, a nicer webcam that I put on you a tripod it so it doesn't look... Yeah. So, I have it, and then I, you know, <laughs> will do the video, and then we'll go in the post and edit it down. But, yeah. So, it's weird. It's like some people it's are just, just like, a, wait, what is this contraption? It's such a negative thing. It's just know, such right? a negative thing, the cam it up. Well, like, I have my GoPro, too, like, so I'll set that sometimes up on a tripod or, like, another digital camera, Mm. but I literally, I went into Best Buy, and it's like, do you guys, like, where are your webcams? And it's like, it didn't feel great coming out of my mouth, (laughs) Um, you know, so, but, like, they showed me, and there's some, I mean, there's legit ones, and from what I've gathered, a lot of people use them, too, but again, it's not, like, really publicized. Sure. Because... 
Because there are cameras in everything now, like in our phones, yeah. in our in our computers, so people just assume. I bet the guy that helped you out at Best Buy was like, does he want DVDs too? Like, what is, <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this guy? It's like, hey, I got a really good deal on this camcorder over here. <laughs> if you go back to the old stereo, if you pull the left chair, it's like if you pull the arm of the left chair, you're going to be taken down into the dungeon, is what we call it. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, Best Buy. Best Buy. Per- per- Do people even go to Best Buy anymore? <laughs> Dude, I feel like you I can buy know. all that stuff was, online. You can. Amazon's their biggest competitor. Yeah. One of the employees there, I was asking him for like a GoPro accessory for like an actual like microphone that I can hook up onto it. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh man, like we don't have that here. We only have this lavalier mic uh, or this wireless mic. It's like you're going to have to go to Amazon or somewhere else. It's like, And then he's just even like, he's like, dude, Amazon's going to kick us out of business. Like I don't even know how long we're going to be here. It's just like, dude, why are you telling me this? Like, this is your <laughs> job. It's like, try to get me to buy something here, you idiot. That, 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 the reason I asked that too is because the Best Buy that I grew up in. So I grew up in uh, Niles, Illinois. Okay, um, I don't live there anymore. But um, the one that I grew up, the one that I would go to where I grew up, it closed down like probably like ten, five to ten years ago, somewhere in that range. And I, I would assume it's just because of the fact that no one goes in and buys electronics. Like people can just buy that stuff online and have it shipped next day. It's weird. Like the one that I go to in the city. It just seems like a Scooby-Doo ghost town half the time. It's just, right. it's really weird. But like at the same time, I read an article like a couple months ago how Best Buy still thrives and is still in business because of like a different business model that they have, like mm. developing a good culture. And then also with like the return and buy, like a return policy that they have, like people could go and try it for so many days, what have you. So, mm. but I'm I mean, with you though, man, a lot of those big box retailers are going away and then all these online shops that we got used to in the past five years are now doing brick and mortar stores. So it's kind of just like coming full circle. Yeah. It's like glasses. You shop at Warby Parker. You like Stitch Fix. You like, you know, Trunk Club. Oh, guess what? We have a store here now that you can go and get everything there. It's like, oh, wow, this is great. Like, I, people I, still like that. Like going I, you know, into was, a physical store. I, that's what I was going to say. I, I've not fully committed to buying everything online. I still like to go into a store and look around and kind of like feel and touch what i have before i'm gonna buy it yeah that human know. human to that human to human interaction is i think very important <laughs> we don't want to become I think this it's black a, mirror society yeah, absolutely i think it's still important to our art like our generation because we grew up half and half like we had technology but we still didn't for a while yeah like yeah you know we we still had you know before i got to like my junior year of high school we still interacted like at like face to face like if i wanted <laughs> yeah. to or or like on the phone like if i wanted to talk to a girl i liked i would call that home number and hope her dad didn't pick up and be like oh hey, god is, dude you know, like dial up internet it's like oh is your little brother there? is your little brother on the computer again and i can't talk to you <laughs> yeah right oh my god it's our generation is crazy because we did grow up for a lot of our lives you know at least for me i was like what 14 15 when i got my first cell phone yeah but like you barely could do shit on there right but I mean, we did have the internet, but then it was like AOL chats when we were like Aim. grade freshmen. Aim was texting. Yeah. Exactly. You would go onto your computer at like nine o'clock and be like, I hope the girl I like is on here. Dude, you go into and chat rooms, ASL, age, sex, location. I don't know ASL, that. baby. Just like, Yo. Everyone's lying <laughs> about their age. You're talking to some 35-year-old dude who's 14 <laughs> female and from Chicago. It's just like kids these days, it's like I had to go to a chat room and I typed in ASL. Tell me what do you think that stands for? It's like I wonder what they think. They're just like ass 
ass sex lips like i don't know they're just like like ass to mouth what are you guys doing yeah they would think it's one of these weird acronyms yeah Yeah. but that was a big thing man it's crazy you know you mentioned trunk club that i've been to trunk club they're they're brick and mortar more than a few times is it nice i actually haven't been there so trunk club folks so for those that don't know what trunk club is it's this online um like fashion concierge where they send you you pick out like your preferences of like clothing and then they send you a literally a trunk of clothes that you then can try on and then you send back whatever you don't want. Yeah. But they they have a brick and mortar in Chicago that I've been to. And usually trunk clubs usually marketed to either like wealthy people or businessmen or guys that just don't know what the hell they're doing, really, when it comes to getting dressed up and someone recommended them to trunk club. Yeah. But, so I went over to trunk club because I, I do kind of like dressing up and I like I like fashion a little bit. So I went over there and it, it is such a, it's such a con. It's so fun. It's first off, it's a fun experience. You go up, <laughs> you go upstairs and you're usually a, a, a sign, like a, a, an attractive stylist. Naturally. And uh, this stylist look like, you know, come in and you, you talk to her for a little bit and she like serves you a beer. Like, yeah, you have as much beer as you want. Like we got a tap beer on tap. They right give you this. free beer there? Oh yeah. They give you free beer if you set up an appointment. So you get there then they, it's like very like old school chic design, like the couches and all that, the mirrors, the dressing room. Yeah. So you you sit you sit down, they talk about you know what you're kind of looking for, and she brings out a whole rack of clothes. And by the by, and you're still just ch- drinking beer. In my case, just chugging beer. <laughs> and uh, you you put come by, and she gives up all. <laughs> I'll, have, gives you all I'll have another outfits. of the eight percent IPA, please. <laughs> yes, yeah. please. Um, this is delicious. Um. Anyways, you get they they bring out all these clothes and they're like, okay, try on this shirt with this sweater with these pants, and you go in, you try it, you walk out, and she's like, oh, you look fabulous, oh, (laughs) you look great, like that really compliments your body. Oh, let me get you some shoes for that. Do you need belts? And you're like, you're like, oh yeah, and let me try all this on, and you just try on all these things, and then by the end, you're like, oh yeah, like I, I like these outfits, and then you realize the cheapest outfit, the cheapest shirt is $90 let alone like shoes or pants or like coats or whatever. Like you don't have to buy anything though. Do you you don't, you do not. So the thing is, is like I am a kind of a sucker. So I will, I have bought things, but I've had friends that have gone there, went in, tried on all the outfits. We're like, yeah, I'm just trying on the outfits. And then by the end are like, Nope, I'm not buying anything. Yeah. And I, I think, well, obviously those girls work on like commission as well. So they're like fucking right. pissed at you by the fucking end of that if you walk out not buying anything. Yeah, it sucks. It's like yeah. you just spent like you create an hour appointment. I'm sure those girls too can know exactly who's going to buy and who's not. They can just tell from the vibe from the beginning. I feel but, like it's a rotating door, a revolving door though. Like I've seen a lot of like I've known some girls that work there and they don't la- like last very long cuz I guess it's pretty cutthroat. And it's one yeah. of those things where you're like I guess you're sold as a girl that you can make as much money as you want and you're going to oh, be like a sure. stylist and like styling people and then and then you get in there and you're like oh fuck like I actually have to hustle and I have to like <laughs> learn how yeah. to sell and like like kind of like to convince these guys to buy like hundreds of dollars and wor- hundreds to thousands of dollars worth of clothing. Yeah. So it's a grind. Yeah man like I I'm with you like I I try to be you know kind of conscious of what I wear what fits me well and I like I think that's a big thing though. I know some people were like, like aren't big fans of fashion or won't spend that much money, but it's like $45 mm-hmm. for a t-shirt sounds insane. But like, to be honest, it's like, all right, buy your $8 shirt from old Navy. 
but you keep washing it and that's like this shit's not going to fit you in a couple months. Right. That's you the know? thing. I mean, you can definitely look good on a budget, but Abs- you just have Absolutely to- you can. There's a lot of online sites that have good sales, but I think there is obviously there is a uh, you know, quality quality yeah, is definitely quality you definitely get what you pay for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, forty-five dollars. So you're talking about like a button-down shirt, or you're like I'm talking about just like a regular t-shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if you go like to Bonobos or something, like to their like store, like on their site. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can find something like one with like a pocket or like that that looks like it could fit you well. Perhaps I mean, those shit could be like forty, thirty-five dollars. You're like, wow, for a regular just white t-shirt. Like, yeah, man, people buy it. People definitely. I mean, it's like, have you seen Mario Lopez? Man, he's been rocking the shirt, jeans, and sneaker look, and like, I guarantee you that shirt. I guarantee that's like a three hundred dollar outfit, at oh, least. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, those celebs are spending a lot on their yeah. outfits. I mean, the, the thing for me yeah, is, it's all yeah. all about fit. A lot of them have. That's it's a big all, thing, man. All about fit. Like yeah. I, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of like the fitted stuff, like stuff yeah. that complements your body. I, I used to before I when I graduated college, I didn't give a shit about fucking fashion. People would give me shit all the time Same. about it. Yeah, and then I finally, I finally woke up and was like, I don't wear clothes that fit me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I'm with you. Like, you get jeans, you just think like they're the right length, and like, yeah, they fit you around your waist. But they, like, how do they look with a nice shirt and then around your legs? Like, are they right. huge? Like, does it does it work with your physique? Like, right. it doesn't matter what size you are or like what shape, like how fat, how skinny, how slim, how tall, how short. I mean. You can find stuff and you get it tailored and find stuff that fits you well. Absolutely. The, and, and look even, good, man. Even if you're like a kind of an overweight guy, if you have something that is tailored and fits you well, you'll look like a million bucks. And if you feel confident, man, that that energy and that look, I mean, that, you know, people can vibe off that. 100%. 100%. I, I, when I started wearing clothes that fit me, when I stopped wearing dad blue jeans that were fucking boot cut, and like started yeah. wearing some like Levi's, like some dark jeans, some like stuff that was actually like slimming. Like you started using ankle. those condoms in your wallet, huh? <laughs> That's when I lost my virginity when I was twenty five years old. <laughs> yeah, those, those condoms got used. Yeah. Whatever. I didn't even Expiration need to keep them in my wallet all. all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You still got one, right? It's I, kind of you call it. It's, yeah, it's, lucky it's, one, right? it's the lucky one. It's like it's my it's rabbit's your, foot. Exactly. Yeah, I keep it on my keychain. Actually, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I actually just cut off the ring, and it's a keychain. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god. Fashion. How the fuck do we get on fashion? We're dude. We're, about we're just tangenting. This is, this is what's great about this. Like, should we talk about the meaning of life now, or like, do we want to talk sports? Oh no, we can talk you know, about anything. We can talk about anything. That's what I like about this. This is nice. The, yeah. No. This is this is why I do this because it's like it's liberating. Yeah. There's a lot of times at, like, where you just a talk lot of about your things. guests from past shows. I'm like, oh fuck, man. I know he like. I know we've done a show together and like going to promote mm-hmm. me as a fellow podcaster, but it's like. It's like, yeah, I mean, like, we're not, like, cranking those out week by week. And, like, I'm not, like, a journalist or reporter or what have you. Oh, no, but you're, you're the conversation's a conversation's flowing. You're a copywriter and a podcaster, according <laughs> to the title of this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. That's what's <laughs> going to be on there. So, look out. What does a copywriter do? Right. I still get so much, like, people think I deal with, like, copyrights of, like, music and, like, <laughs> you know, brands and just, you know, like, the legality, like, the legal issues of it all. I'm like, no, it's not really what I do. It's like... You know, like you ever go to a website or you ever see an ad and you see this and you see like a tagline or you see copy that really just, for lack of a better phrase, speaks to you and like mm-hmm. really engages with you. It's like, that's what I thrive to write. That's what I help businesses do. And, you know, because there's a lot of psychology to it as well. Like I've read a handful of books on like neuromarketing and found out like all these like behavior studies and read these behavior books. 
And it's just like, one, it's an inspirational for me of just how like we think as humans mm-hmm. and how just like easy we are to like, like enticed by the word free and like how, like how like the consumer brain works. And it's mm-hmm. been like helpful. Like I'm not trying to like cheat anybody into like taking advantage of a free offer. It's just nicer. I've got to the point in my career too, where I'm working with clients who like I want to work with and like are making meaningful products and trying to do some good things, you know, in their industry. But, you know, from a writing perspective, there's a, there's a lot that goes into it. It's pretty interesting stuff. No, I mean, I love the psychological aspects behind everything. I love to yeah. know the why. So the, I mean, that, that's great that you found something where you're like, this intrigues me and I'm yeah. helping out people and I'm making money. Like this yeah. is all awesome, right? Yeah. You have a skill set, man. And like, it's just like, I preach to a lot of people. Like I meet a lot of people trying to do side hustles and then like who are maybe good with design or other writers. And it's just, man, you can fully like make a career out of, out of this and like, don't get afraid of like imposter syndrome either because you could easily look at it. Like Anthony, if you said, you know what? I want to be a copywriter. Like I've done a few blogs before for myself or what have you. And like you go and look and you see that there's so many people doing this already. It's like, well, look, it's such a saturated market. Why should I do that? And it's like, there's like your first loss right there. Like it's easy. Mm-hmm. Like I've been a part of that. I've fallen victim to thinking I'm like, well, I can't say this or like, what really makes me different? Am I, it, do people really hear me? And you know, I just started creating some content and I'm just a big believer, you know, and it's so true though. That, like there could be one or two people that only see like your advice on this certain skill or see your videos and just will, you know, decide to follow you as, you know, somebody as an expert as, you know, quote unquote. Right. You know, and then word of mouth happens. Like I posted videos like on my Facebook page and I've had like friends from high school or friends of friends reach out to me and I've like written, you know, you know, projects for their website for like thousands of dollars and like some lucrative projects for me. So it's been, I mean, it's been, it's been nice. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I mean, I can totally relate and the way I relate is this podcast. You, you mentioned earlier, like I like, I listen to freeform podcasts. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I listen to Joe Rogan. He's one of the best, biggest ones. I listen to, you know, I think Tony Robbins has one or Steve Service. So some, some other people have them. Um, yeah. The, but like, yeah. There's a bunch it's, of them. And I'm like, you know, before I started, I was like, oh, you know, like, should I do it? And I was like, fuck it. Yeah, why not? Just do it. Who cares? You're not exactly. going to have the biggest guests, but the people that do listen to you, hopefully they listen, they enjoy it and get some good word of mouth and maybe it'll become a thing. Maybe it won't. But as long as I enjoy doing it, that's the thing. That's man. the key. If you love what you do, then I mean, whatever. Like, try not to think about what. Don't put so much stock into what everybody else thinks is trying to tell you to do. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and it's great, man. It's like, yeah, you might not have guests like people like Joe Rogan have, or you know, some of those other big ones, but there's still like people who have life stories, who've experienced different things in their, you know, whatever walk of life and their careers that they have. Um, and it's still really interesting. You could have like a comedian who like nobody knows is trying to go through the circuit, and it be fantastic. I, I saw one where you had like a girl who, like, what was she like a call girl or like a or like a sex? Uh, was that she, a, a phone sex provider? Was that a fake? Was, she, was that like a fake? Yeah. Was yeah. that a fake girl? Was that really, what that was no, really what well, she not does? A fake girl, but that's really what she does. That was really what she does. You could, I think, if you listen to that show, you can find her site and pay for her to have phone sex with you or just talk to you. It's not necessarily phone sex all the time, but yeah. What was your? Give me like your one minute favorite story of that podcast. I'm sorry I didn't listen to it, but I will. I sure no, I, no. I didn't mark it. Yeah, I'd love to go back and listen. To, <laughs> check I don't. It out. I don't remember the specifics of um, the stories, but when I asked her about her weirdest guys, they were both really interesting. So I don't remember the the specifics on them. 
I would have to go back because the thing is, I don't listen in back to my podcast. Oh, I just, okay. I do it once. Imran edit edits the, and the beginning. Your, your and then memory I'm done. sucks so bad that you don't remember any stories. My memory from your... sucks so bad that I just don't remember any stories. Uh, no, it's because I lived it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lived it, and I'm being present in the moment, and I was right. present then, and now right. I moved on. I moved on. Yeah, but yeah, the, the so sex Imran, stories were did, were good. Did Imran recommend this girl to you? <laughs> no, no, no. Did Imran was, was no, Imran no. was Imran a client back in the seventies? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he was a client, but uh, oh man. He uh, no, it wasn't him. I it was so these other guys. Uh, this other podcast that I'm friends with, Voice from the Underground. Uh, they're all oh, politics yeah, and yeah. pop culture, and they've had her on. And they were like, one of their guys, his name's Jason Dutch, is like, I love listening to your show. I love long form conversation. I'd love to hear you talk to a phone sex operator. I'm like, <laughs> okay, wow, so I will, would I. <laughs> yeah, I was like, great. Um, yeah, and I she just we happened to connect, and I was like, yeah, you want to come on? She's absolutely. I had no expectation for. I actually had a, somewhat of a like. Is she gonna like try to like make this a bit the entire time and have phone sex with me? Because although that might be funny, it wouldn't actually be the intent of the show. You're just like we had an hour and twenty minute conversation, and three days later, I got a bill for six hundred dollars. <laughs> right, it was awful. No, so but it ended up being. Um, once she once we both kind of got comfortable with each other, it ended up just being another conversation. So I was happy with how that turned out. Yeah. Did she like? Did she like differentiate? Did she have a voice for clients and just a regular voice? Did she turn it up? Uh, it seemed like that was her legit voice. Um, and if it was, it is absolutely a stereotypical phone sex voice. <laughs> I mean, gotcha. it was super flirty, kind of high pitched, kind of like. Like girly, flirt, very girly, very flirty, very much. She liked innuendos and stuff. It was, it was interesting. That's cool, man. But yeah, just just like kind of get back. I just feel like if people just you know listen to this in chops, it'd be like okay. So they talked about American Pie. They're talking about girls and hormones, and then Terry wanted to talk about a sex, uh, you know, a phone phone sex call girl. This is exciting. It's like it's like what does this guy do? Yeah, like what, what, what does this guy do? No, I mean, at the, the 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 thing is though is like, yes, this is an opportunity, you know, kind of for you to like promote some stuff. But like, sure, I'd much yeah. rather work with a guy that I listen to. You, like, if I listen to this and I go, man, like, I can relate to Terry. Yeah, you know, I, he seems like a normal guy. He doesn't seem like he was on the show trying to just pitch his entire fucking, you know, his his, yeah, like, his hey, career. You guys need help with copywriting? It's like, right. come, hey, check out my website. Check out this. I'll give you fifty percent off if you act now. <laughs> right? No, it, man, you seem like that. a real person. So I, I yeah. might, I'd come out kind of this and go, that guy's a real dude. Seems like a legit dude. Let me reach out and see what he you went. Know, let's just see if there's something you know that that might yeah, work that, out here. Yeah, I love it, man. It's like what my buddy Mike and I, you know, try to do in a lot of more recent interviews that we've had as well. And I feel like, you know, even just doing this, it's just like, yeah, man, I need to get back to that with Mike. Like we have a lot of fun with it. And oh, it's, yeah, you know, and like even with like my side of the business, like I am trying to do like a couple like like video series, some collaborations with other you know creatives and other people in the field too. Um, I encourage all of it. No, yeah, absolutely, man. When you do, whenever I do, especially when I do this podcast specifically, afterwards I'm so energized. I'm like, I want to do more. Like, I want to, I want to find more people. I want to talk to more people. I want to like, I want to encourage people to like be happy and do the things (laughs) they want to do and like, like all sorts of things. I just run through my fucking mind. I'm the same way, man. It's like once, 
like like I said, I kind of started like engulfing in a lot of that positivity, and it was just like a big believer in positive energy. And I would say that like I'm not a religious person, but mm-hmm. like I, I, I guess I do believe in like you know. I do have faith, if you will. So I believe that there is this energy in the universe that if you put positive vibes into it, like that more positive things will come into your life. Absolutely. And I mean, it's just kind of like praying. It's like if you fuck up, like like I just did by swearing, if I was like a diehard Christian or, you know, Catholic, and if you do something, you pray to wipe, you know, for somebody to forgive your sins, really. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's kind of like that where it's like if things go bad in your life and then you're just trying to re. You know, you're trying to regroup, you're trying to be positive, you're trying to keep that energy out there, you're looking at it like as a learning lesson of like what I could do differently, you know, and then those things start to form into your life. And like, I've read this book called You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero, and she has like three books, and she's like a personal business coach, like life coach, but she talks about like what comes out of your mouth comes into your life, Mm -hmm. and it's just... It, it really struck me at the time, but I, I feel like it's such a powerful phrase because I, I think it's really so true. There's been times where like I sh- I've like had like a lull with clients or like something wrong with my business or even sometimes in your personal life. And you just kind of start telling yourself and you write it down every day. Like, I'm grateful for this. Like, I'm going to get this. And then, you know, you'll get a call. Somebody will reach out to me from my website and some like or an old client will reach out to me. And mm. it's just like can't believe really in coincidence. It's just like a lot of it's consistency and hard work, but I think a lot of it is kind of that positive mindset in in that, in that energy that you're putting out there. Well, I definitely would um, lean towards that viewpoint. I also just in general, I love, there's nothing better than seeing good people succeed. Like I, I, people that are out there and like fucking actively rooting for people to not succeed to me, that's like one of the scummiest things you could do. The trolls out yeah, there. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, and I listened to, like I said, I listened to Joe Rogan, and he he absolutely is like, you got to whenever there's like trolls and stuff, you can't listen to them. He's like, those people are either teenagers who like think it's funny, and you know we're at the point in our lives you, you don't really hang out with teenagers, so either <laughs> that or right. these people are just fucking losers that are miserable, literally going home miserable and are like so angry at the fucking world. They're these the are ones people you are don't just, ever want to associate with. Yeah, absolutely. It's almost like they're, I don't know if I want to say jealous, but they're just the ones who are like envious of what you're doing. So they are going to feel, feel better about themselves because if there's a chance where they can bring them down to your level, right. then they'll feel okay. Right. Absolutely. And these are, these are just, it's just people that you should never, like I would never, that's the, that's the bad thing about the internet is like these people that are out there, I would never find, like not, these people wouldn't even exist in my life if the internet didn't exist. Well, yeah, you know, right? That's, yeah, that's like, the you, if there was someone like that, the internet, right? If there was someone like in real life that was like, "You fucking suck," you sh- you sh- you know, you're you're a, you suck dick, you're an <laughs> asshole, you know, you're a, you're a shithead. You wouldn't hang around that person every day, no, right? Never. You would never, yeah. right? But like in, with the internet, and I, I'm not saying I have like professional haters or trolls, but with the internet, like these people that have like trolls all the time, it's like the only reason you exist is because of this fucking platform. You wouldn't exist. You wouldn't even have a voice. I know, man. It's wild. Do you have you guys had any bad reviews like that for Jock and Nerd podcast or this one? Has uh, anybody like literally like just couple. taken time out of their day to write like we had? But we is had, it kind of like is it are they bad or is it kind of like mediocre? Like, oh, this guy said they hated 
you hated Aquaman. Fuck this guy. Fuck these guys. We've had we've had one. There was one on YouTube where I was like, you guys. We said something. He was like, you guys don't like this. You should die. Oh wow. <laughs> it's like. Me and Emron just fucking cracked up when we read that. We're like, oh, we got our first like death threat, kind of. <laughs> you guys don't like this? You should die. You should die. Wow. No, we've had some. It's really been mostly positive. I mean, to be honest, we're not big enough to have trolls. If we ever got to a point where we were getting constant hate, I'd be like, yes, we made it. Like, yeah. We fucking made I it. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm kind of like waiting for that, like you know on like my youtube channel or like like somebody posted on instagram just like everything you said is a complete lie and i would never listen to you on this i'm like yeah all right this is great i mean you'll get Good it for you you'll get yeah. it one day you're, it'll happen to you one oh, day yeah you I'll put wait. up enough I'm ready you, for it, you put up enough it's content there's there's one or two losers that are gonna stumble across and go i fucking hate your face well yeah well it's just like even like like people i think a lot of us, especially just like with men, we have this natural competition with ourselves. Like if you and I were sitting in a room together and, mm. uh, you know, if if like your significant other and like my wife were in the room, it's just like I would try to kind of control the situation to impress everybody else in the room. It's just yeah. kind of like it, it's kind of like how, you know, from the first time like when we were freaking cavemen or whatever That's, you believe. It's, it's kind of how men are wired. Yeah, it's exactly how we're wired. It's like why, you know you know, straight men attracted to so many curves. It's just like, okay, as cavemen and like in species, like when we were first a species, it's like we wanted to mate. And right. we wanted a woman who could, you know, who had good, who had the birthing hips, man. Right. We so want, like, we, we wanted to mate because we want to continue our gene pool. A, lo- a lot of it is in our, just in our genes of just being attractive to curves. But anyways, I, 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 I forget what I was uh, getting into. Well, let me, let me, let me, <laughs> Honestly, let me I was like, comment on I that real this? quick. Well, let me comment. This and you brought up a good point. So yeah. I remember taking in a psychology class in in college, and it really resonated me because we talked about this. Uh, we talked about why men get more jealous of um, women when they cheat physically, and it's because we come down to the fact that we just want our gene pool to continue, right? Yeah. And if ex- if Jimmy over there is fucking my wife and gets her pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> well shit my gene pool is not happening anymore yeah right? like that's his gene pool now now i'm out right yeah. whereas girls get obviously you know and I, I there might be feminists on here or people that listen to this school you're absolutely wrong and sure debate me um <laughs> there's girls on here girls that are usually get um more affected by the emotional cheating right yeah and it's because of the fact that you know boiling down to what women want they want the guy to stick around and provide and be there at all times, you know, and, and, um, protect. And if he's emotionally cheating on you with someone else, then he's spending his time with someone else. Right. right. It takes more time to emotionally cheat than it does to physically cheat. You could be a fucking one minute, one hitter quitter, one minute man, boom, <laughs> in and out. Who cares? Right. You're back at home providing for the family. Yeah. So it, there is a lot of that, like caveman, um dna still in us like it hasn't gone away yeah it's just kind of <laughs> it's just kind of natural as we are as humans it's kind of how our brain works and you know even like and of course there's plenty of there's tons of great independent women out there who like have their own careers and don't want to get into this trap where like i just want a man to provide um but like at the same time there could be some times where like if you see a if you see your man or you see your partner talking to another talking to somebody else, there is just kind of that, uh, you know, I mean, not just, not just regular jealousy, but you know what I mean? It's just like, if we're, t- 
Like you could be like, if you were with your girlfriend or whatever, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And you know, you're talking, there's another handsome man at the bar who just says something to the bartender. You're naturally just kind of gonna, you know, try to like size them up or think about it. If you're paying that much attention, which hopefully you are. (laughs) <laughs> right, but you know, it's just. It's I mean, I have man. A, I have a story like it's you know, not an exciting story, but I went out for dinner. Dinner it was like a surprise dinner with one of my friends, and it was a bunch of us college buddies. We were at a bar. Um, we were going upstairs because our table was ready for dinner, but we were like waiting at the bar. And uh, one of my close girlfriends, who's not at all a jealous person, um, her husband was there, and her husband was at the bar paying for the tab. And then two girls came and sat down next to him and just started talking to him. I guess they were making small talk as if like to yeah. see if the chair was available. Oh, so boy. Yeah. so I, I joked around with the girl, her, his wife and go, uh, these two bitches are, um, trying <laughs> to steal your man. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I was joking around and she goes, she dead serious goes, yeah, I know I'm going to stay right here until they're, until he's done paying the tab. Like she was like legit, like I'm going to stay right here and wait for them. She's like, I might have to kill these girls. <laughs> and she wasn't joking. I was like, Oh, Oh, you thought you think this is actually a thing? Okay, I'm gonna go upstairs now. This might get weird. <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude, it's crazy. It's, it's just like so. It's like sometimes, like what, with my wife, like she'll like see somebody on TV and she'll just like say, "Oh my gosh, look at this guy," and then I say something and it's just like, "What the fuck are you doing? You can't right. do that." It's like, okay, that's fair. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember when I I'm, I'm single now, but I remember even like guys. Like I remember watching tv and uh, you know my my girlfriend at the time would be like oh he's so hot and i'd be like i'm better really, really? <laughs> i like yeah. really you think so I, no no i don't uh he <laughs> i bet he sucks i bet he's a terrible human oh my goodness dude it's so it's interesting i listen to um dax shepherd's podcast armchair expert uh that's yeah. another great long form one it's super good yeah and it? like he, yeah it's really good they have he has he gets a ton of good guests on and is he at, famous from punked? Yeah, pretty much. That's kind of where he got his start. And then uh, he was in yeah, yeah. like Without a Paddle, uh, yep. Parenthood. A lot of people may know him from that TV show. He was in there. Um, punked was me. Yeah, absolutely. He was like one of the guys taking, like repossessing all of Justin Timberlake stuff in that very <laughs> first episode or whatever. It was good. <laughs> but anyways, but like him, he's married to Kristen Bell. Um, you know, yeah. uh, Veronica Mars and Frozen Voice, all that shit. And he's talked about it a handful of times where like she has this like variety of different tastes in men and like, and he's just completely at peace with it because he's, they're very comfortable with each other and confident and comfortable that, you know, I'm her husband. She comes home to me every night. It's okay. But like, she like will comment on all these different guys, but it could be like, it's like Peter Dinklage is one of them. And then it could be like Idris Alba. I don't know if he's one of them, but it's just such a variety of different men. And, uh, I don't know. It's just interesting kind of you know, I don't know what to like what point I'm trying to make here but just that what we were talking about reminded me of that story of hearing that on mm, this podcast. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean interesting, right? <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah. I don't know where that was going but that's good. How how are you on well, time? Well, I'm good, man. You good? Okay, yeah. yeah. We can go another like 15 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um what was I what was I going to say? You threw me off with that fucking story. I know. Sorry. Well, it, it just got me. It just got me thinking. Like, if we're talking with a girlfriend or wife's, like, oh, he's attractive, and you're just kind of like, what? Really? I'm better than him? Yeah. Or it's just like it could be like such a weird taste. It's like, why? It's just like I don't know. It's just attractive. And like, well, I, I guess I have those phases too, where some girls like are like, yeah, that's just really cute. Or it's just like, and then you could look at, you know, 
it could be a different girl. Like it could be like, I don't know, like one day it could be Anna Kendrick and then it could be like a full bone, like supermodel. And like, not saying Anna Kendrick's not like a very attractive mm-hmm. girl, but it could be, you know, two totally different your, people. Your, your taste, Beyonce, yeah, your taste like vary. I've noticed that girls though have, are much more open to different types of people than it's a lot like, well, girls aren't as, I mean, there's definitely the physical attraction, but girls are always like girls. If they, if a guy could be like ugly as fuck, but they're like, man, but he's funny or like, he's mysterious. smart, Yeah. Or he's smart. Like they could latch onto things where a guy is usually like, yeah, she's hot. That's why I'd go for her. And then, and then then you were, then when you're dating her, you're like, oh, but she sucks. Now I'm not. not, Oh man. You know, have you watched uh, Free Solo, that uh, documentary of the rock climber? No. It's like, what oh, is it should, on? It, um, it's on Amazon. Okay. You should check it out. Anyways, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What if like that was it? That's all that, I asked. Oh, just yeah. a random question in the middle of it. It'd be like that story you just told. <laughs> I don't fuck. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> I was like, I was like, why am I telling this? It's like I'm not telling it well. It's like just listen to Dax Shepard's podcast, whatever. <laughs> no, but like he's he does. What's really funny is like. So that guy who did, who climbed, uh, like, I, f- I forget, it was like El Capitan. He did it all, you know, free solo in mm-hmm. that documentary that won an Oscar. But anyways, they had a thing on YouTube where he, he like dissected real, like climbing footage from other movies. So like, remember in Mission Impossible 2 mm-hmm. in the beginning when Tom Cruise does that like Iron Man thing across the, the two like boulders? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So he's like dissecting like their technique throughout it and like oh, other great. movies too. And I thought it was hilarious. But he's talking about all this, and I, and I will tie this back to what we were just talking about. My wife and I were watching this YouTube video, um, and she's like, and she's like, you know what? Like, he's not a very good-looking man. I don't find him physically attractive, but like, just how he's talking and his knowledge and how smart he, like, just of his craft, it's mm. very, very attractive right now. Like, oh, it's like, yeah, interesting. No, that, makes no, sense. That, that I've seen that a lot with women. You know, they'll be like, he's not necessarily all that attractive, but. <laughs> What he's saying, the way he's saying it, it like his knowledge intrigues me. It almost challenges me to get better. I'm like, oh, interesting. Like, there's just so many different ways of like attracting people. Absolutely, um, yeah, yeah. You know, of girls and and get girls attracting guys. Like, there's just so many different ways. Like, it's not any one thing. It can be a variety of things. Like, just the human psychology behind attraction is always interesting to me. Absolutely, man. I'm with you, yeah. That kind of ties it back. We were talking about a little bit of psychology of different things. I like that you like to tie things back. You like to always just bring it back to, to status quo. Back to one. Yeah, man. Of <laughs> it kind of all makes sense. I feel like if I go back and listen to it, obviously you won't, but maybe if I, I do, um, you know, or Imran somehow does too, or your listeners, they're just like, yeah. Kind you of, know, the only the times, conversation flowed together. You, the only right. times I actually like going back and listening is um, if I've been drinking late at night, yeah, I will. Go. I'll. Uh, I'll throw on my own podcast, but I'll like flip through every show and listen to like a minute or two, and just be like proud of myself for having so many different guests. That's really the only time I go back and listen. <laughs> and I'm usually eating a, a burrito drunk. Is I'll throw on the podcast, be like, "Wow, look at all these different interesting guests I've had." And wow. every yeah, and and people that are probably listening to this are like, "You've had no interesting guests, dude. None, <laughs> zero. I don't even know why I listen to this show." Oh man, do you like? <laughs> do you have like a lot of like buddies, like friends from college, who are like avid listeners and like give you like positive feedback, and then or not no, really? No, no, none no. of my none Those of my motherfuckers, right? The people that are like closest to me, I've got probably two or three of them that listen, 
consistently, oh. if that. It's your mom's one of them. My, my mom doesn't know. She doesn't even know how to listen to a podcast. Oh, that's right. Um, no, none of no one listens. I remember being at a lake house with my buddies and going, this guy right here is my best friend. They're like, him? Why? Phil? I'm like, yeah, Phil's awesome. You know why? Because <laughs> Phil's the only motherfucker that listens to this podcast that I've had for four years right now. And none of you guys listen to it. And you all know I have a podcast. But they're always like, you're talking about stuff that's, you're talking about like nerdy stuff. Because this is like jock and nerd. Like, you're talking about nerdy stuff, and it's too long, and I'm just not really interested in what you're talking about. I'm like, all right, fine, fair enough. Yeah, man. It's it's so weird, because, like, Mike and I have been doing it for a while, and we do have a handful, and I literally mean, like, a handful of fraternity brothers who, like, actually take time and listen to it and will compliment us. That's awesome. Which is great, right? And then, you know, I promote it, and I just, like, I wonder, is, like, do any did anybody else, like, I know my best friend, I, like... But two of like my best friends, I know they haven't listened to one episode. And the only time they did <laughs> is one time we were listening to it in a car because the other buddy was like, let's put on between two bros. And so that's how you heard it. But he was probably just like watching the trees go by as we were in the car and didn't process <laughs> anything that we were be- was being said. Sure. But like you promote it on Facebook and you promote it on Twitter and what have you. And you tell friends about it. And like your mom, like my mom might like reshare it like on Facebook. God bless your heart. Right. But it's just like, are people really like paying attention to it? And then. But then you talk to your friends, like, but they listen to like countless other podcasts. And it's but just the, like maybe because they want to hear celebrities, like people that are abs- in like the media, and like oh, you're, you're just you, <laughs> right? Like, all right, cool. But the the thing is, is like you get those f- people that come out of the woodwork that are like friends or family members or just that listen to it, like, wow, like you're really good, and you're like, really? Wait, you listen to this? Yeah. You think I'm good? Wow. <laughs> yeah. but the, the funniest thing about my like our podcast and maybe similar for yours is like I don't have a ton of friends that listen to it. But like our numbers are pretty good. So that means like a lot of people that I don't know are listening to it. And I'm like, how the fuck did you find my podcast? Yeah, I know. It's it's interesting. Like sometimes like if we get like a decent amount of downloads and we're just like, what what happened? Why is it such a spike right now? Right. It's like, so interesting. Who's listening? Like we get the ton of listeners now that like give us feedback. And every time I'm just like amazed because I'm just going, how did you find our show? Why do you consistently listen to us? Because I can't even get my friends to listen to this, but you're listening to this, and I'm in Chicago, and you're, you know, we have a guy that lives in Australia that like gives us compliments all the time. Like, yeah, that's awesome. What are you? Why are you listening to this? <laughs> yeah, thank you, but why? Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, man. It, and it just at the same time, it's just like you guys are just so consistent with it. The, if you just that keep helps. it up, I mean, it's obviously that's like our, that's like Mike and I's like fault, mm-hmm. you know, and downfall with like why we still haven't been able to get, you know, like as much like turn it into like a really fun hobby, like we're guests will easily answer like our emails and want to be on the show because they can look back and see, you know, all the different people we've had, what, what not, but like, yeah, consistency. I would say important, man. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest thing is consistent. Like you can eat consistency and audio quality. If you, as long as you have those two things, yeah, exactly. You'll, I won't say you'll, you'll make it huge, but we're at the point now where like we, we make a little bit of a profit and we can pay for, um, the podcast we don't have to we're not losing money every month we can pay for like nicer equipment and we have a little bit of extra money to like use it to like do things for the show like watch subscribe to the disney plus channel that's coming out or like <laughs> go out and see a movie that we're gonna review or like buy movies that we're gonna have to review that the audience requests us to see like that's fun it like, is like now it's not even like a, a hobby that drains you out of money yeah. it's just a hobby that's fun and um, actually makes you a little money. So right. I think the consistency, just consistency and audio quality is my, is my 
biggest thing to anyone that podcasts is if you can stick with it and invest in some good equipment, people will find you. There's there's an audience for literally everything. Yeah, absolutely, man. And like I know like the cliche is like everybody has a podcast, but again, like who cares? It's just like go and do it. Yeah. Like find your niche. Like if you like a certain thing and just you can bring on other people, like like minded people, go ahead and do that. Have long form like podcasts because there's plenty of people in this world that could jump on and talk about God knows what with you. So it's well, and, yeah, and, I'm with you. and if you look at it like this, yeah, everyone has a podcast, but everyone and their mother and father have a blog. So you're still not completely saturated yet. You can podcasts yeah. are still, uh, you know, they're not as uh, uh, prevalent as blogs. Everyone has a fucking blog. Yeah. No kidding, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Everyone has a blog that's trying to be the next ringer or like Grantland before the ringer or whatever, or Barstool or whatever the fuck is, uh, is popular right now. Those are like kind of the, t- I mean, the two of the big media companies, to be honest, which is just Barstool and the ringer. Yeah. At least like kind of in my realm, but I, I still I, like, is Deadspin ringer, like, still a thing? I don't, yeah, I think so actually. Or did it get, I think it well, had, it's the whole I Gawker network. It's like yeah. Deadspin, IO9, there's like, like uh, Jezebel. Yeah. I'll be honest, man. I, I, I consumed a lot of Barstool content for a while, but I just can't anymore. Like I liked like pardon my take. I listened to that all the time, mm-hmm. but I just, I don't know, man. I just, the pr- the president, like El Presidente, I don't know how much you follow it, but like Courtney, yeah. I just, I can't stand a lot of just kind of their, a little bit of their chauvinistic and just carefree. I mean, not, not saying being carefree is a bad thing, but just some of their shit, it just, it just rubs me the wrong way. So I'm a, I like Big Cat a lot. I like Big Cat and, um, uh, yeah, I like Big Cat and PFT. They're great. PFT are, they're fucking hilarious. Yeah. I, I used to listen to part of my take as well. The, the, the thing with part of my take is it, it's like daily, right? They're I think Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So they're okay. They're so they're three times a week. Yeah, that's still kind of a lot. And Absolutely. the thing is that they're talking about stuff that's prevalent that day, right? Right. So it's not something you can like go back and listen to. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. They were talking about like the trade with like Kawhi or something. Like in two weeks, there's gonna be something else that I want to like talk about that I won't give a fuck what their opinion yeah. is. So and for me, it was just too much to keep up with. But I thought they're hilarious. Yeah. The, the only things on Barstool I listen to, or do now is is follow them on Instagram. I just the videos are funny. Yeah, because they like go around and they show a bunch of random shit. It's it is really funny. But like I don't know, but I've gotten really into the Ringer, and like my wife and I love it too. Like we listen to a lot of their like pop culture and their movie podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, her and I are big like movie goers. Like anytime like something big comes out, like we're the ones who like not like we're the only ones, obviously, but like we're the type of people that want to go see it in theaters. And like, mm. we'll, but we'll do like the five dollar matinee, and we'll see kind of whatever we want if there's something that's appealing to us. But like we kind of like that dissection of it and hearing people review it. And, you know, they, the ringer does like the recapables where they'll take like big little lies or they'll take, um, you know, Atlanta and they'll just talk about the show and it's just, they'll go into detail about it. And it's just, I, I like consuming that type of content. Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm with you in the same way. I don't listen to as much of the ringer. I do listen to some of their sports stuff and Zach Lowe or not Zach Lowe, but, uh, like, um, their NBA one, their uh, Bill Simmons ones. But what I like about the Ringer, so like the, the what the Ringer provides over a bar, Barstool is like that bro, um, yeah. kind of like surface level, like, <laughs> that's funny, like, oh, that's kind of clever sort of thing. Where the Ringer, what that challenges yeah. your brain is to like actually dig deep into like the why of why is this good? Why is this funny? Why is this bad? Yeah. Why, you know, there's a lot more substance to what the Ringer provides than what Barstool. Barstool is like, flicking around on Instagram like oh that's that's cute 
Ringer's like, I'm going to sit down and I'm actually going to learn something or like this is going to challenge my brain a little bit. Yeah, they uh, they put a lot of uh, thought and effort into their content. Not saying Barstool does not, but like it's just a whole different. It's just different. It's a different vibe. Yeah. I, 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 I like the Ringer a lot. I was a big Grantland guy when it first same, came out. Same, yeah. Yeah. So when Grantland ended, I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I loved Bill Simmons for a, a long, long time. I'm not as okay. great on Bill Simmons now, but for a good I minute, always, I was on yeah, Bill Simmons. Yeah, I always didn't mind Bill Simmons because I remember reading his stuff like as a sports guy, and it was just like, I just kind of related because if, if I was in that position, I would be such like a Chicago sports homer and like kind of like that type of, I, I guess, not not say aggressive, but he, he just said what he wanted to say, but like, he right. clearly showed his love for his Boston sports. And like, I would have the same thing. Like I wouldn't have no shame in Absolutely. talking about how great Derek Rose was before his knee surgeries and, you know, and any of that stuff. So well, the thing about Bill Simmons, that was, that was always like, he, you felt like he was a legit fan of Boston. Like that resonated. He did a really good job of like coming up with th- analogies to pop culture and like explaining exactly. things in a way that where yeah. this is like this movie or like, this is like, this like pro i remember he wrote an article about derrick rose being the heavyweight champion of point guards and it was like oh this is great like that you're tying this to pro wrestling this is awesome yeah Yeah. the the only thing is like what for me why i don't like bill simmons as much now is he hired people on the ringer and and when grantland before this that are actually like smarter than him so (laughs) now like i don't take his sports takes as seriously because he's got guys on them like yeah, that guy legit knows yeah, basketball yeah. inside and out. Where you are, yeah. you know basketball, but you have this kind of biased fans perspective. I, it, I don't know. I feel like I'm, find, I'm finding people that he hired on the ringer just more intriguing and and more knowledgeable about the subjects that he talks about. Yeah, no, he's done a great job putting that all together, and like he's so because he was a writer on Jimmy Kimmel Live when it first came out, so he has all these connections. Not even just. And then he moved to LA for ESPN. You know, he had all these kind of backdoor connections with celebrities, and he has so many great guests on the show. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's a good he, listen. He um when he had Kevin his Kevin Durant ones when yeah. Kevin Durant were awesome. Great. He actually got like Kevin Durant to open up, and I was like, oh, like the, it actually made me like Kevin Durant for yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't like some bullshit interview. It was just like literally them just shooting the shit, and yeah. he was talking about how we, like about just like hooping and like take it like in like calling people blog boys and like answering mailbag questions and like talking about <laughs> basketball and like what point, what young guys are legit and what, you know, it was, yeah, like all three or four of them were awesome. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to see if he comes back after all the bullshit right now. Kevin Durant? Dealt with. Yeah. Oh, he'll come back. I don't know if he'll be as good. I meant, sorry, I meant on the podcast. I know he'll come back and play oh, basketball. Oh, yeah. But if we'll do the Bill Simmons podcast. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be interesting to see. I mean, yeah, he's totally. certainly got a lot of time, right? Yeah. absolutely he's not playing basketball oh my god the fucking nba man it's such a crazy crazy world this has been a crazy season i know there's a uh interesting article that espn put out i haven't read it fully i read a little bit of it at lunch the other day but it was talking about how aau basketball is just making all these guys super brittle by the time they come to the yeah i actually heard about that article too i didn't read it yeah i'd i'd I didn't fully read it, but what I've read so far was pretty good. It's an interesting thing, though, like the, the way that all these the mileage guys, that these kids are putting, yeah, on. that they're putting on their yeah. bodies before they even get to the NBA. That the the example that they start off with is Julius Randle, fourteen minutes into his NBA career, like breaks his leg, 
and they they look at his leg like they yeah. did an x-ray of his legs and i'm paraphrasing but he had some sort of stress fracture that you don't see in kids that age and it's like oh my god these kids are like their bodies are broken before they even get to the nba oh man they're just obviously running around and jumping at full speed and just like they're All at year. their they're at their athletic peak when they what probably reach like 15 16 almost in a, in a sense in a sense it, i mean yeah you know right so it's just you're putting so much stress on the body that's not well and to. they're not like properly weight training or properly getting like the nutrition aspect isn't there maybe yeah. That's why, like LeBron, is such a freak because he's just paid. He's invested so much in his health and his body compared to some of these other ones. Absolutely, he's invested a lot into his body. I mean, he might. I might. I'm gonna throw it out there. He might have invested some in some uh, HGH as well, but or I don't know. Some Which Mexican is crazy, steroids. man. It's like, would you consider LeBron still a top three player going into next year? Like, forget Durant because he's hurt. Yeah, I at still least would. top five. He's it's at crazy. least top like five. I'd, I'd say top three. Old. Maybe thirty. Like, look at, like, Dwayne Wade and, like, Chris Paul and all them are, like, the same age, and they're not even nowhere, they're, like, not top 20 anymore. Well, I know right. Wade somewhat Wade's retired. retired. Yeah. Oh, he, who knows? Wade will uh, go to L.A. Nah, he's retired. Man. I, they, like, I think Even Melo, too. It's like, Melo, like, he's, he's falling off. He he's not in the league. He, he, yeah. Even if he was playing, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be a top 50 player. No, LeBron, you're absolutely right. LeBron is it's, still a top three player. He might even, I mean, you could, he's an argument that he's probably still the best player in the league. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, we're it's so recency biased. Like people look at Kawhi and people are like, okay, Kawhi's the best player. It's like, okay, let's. Uh, and then like two weeks into next year or next season, it's like, no, LeBron, yeah, is Le- the best. LeBron or Anthony Davis is going nuts. Like, yeah, Davis. We said this before, but Davis is definitely the best player in the league. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. It's just yeah. I mean, it's always like who's hot in that moment. Yeah. It, I mean, it hurts LeBron that he didn't. You know, he didn't make the playoffs. He had. He became a, a an Instagram video of not playing defense so that hurt his his stock a little bit we'll, we'll see what happens it should be an interesting year yeah absolutely absolutely man well all right man i kind of uh yeah might be able to wrap this up and what yeah been we, riffing. we can we put, wrap this up we'll, we definitely we'll, put a couple quarters in the jukebox man and just <laughs> some tunes came out man it's good stuff. I, absolutely we played a couple songs yeah um what i usually do before uh yeah about, go, yeah yeah is uh, I give you a shot to to plug whatever the hell you want, whatever sites you want, whatever social media. Or I've had some guests go, I don't have anything to plug, but I've been watching this movie and it's really good. So the floor is yours. What is there anything you want to plug? <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, do we have like one like final question? Like, do you ever ask and anything like this? And it's when was the first time you had sex? No, oh God, not gonna answer that. <laughs> Still waiting. Just kidding. No, it's it's so it's like there's like. Uh, I listened to. I will answer your question, yes. Anthony. Uh, but like, I listened to Pete Holmes' podcast. You made it weird, and like, he always kind of mm-hmm. ends with a couple of things. I'm not. I'm not by any means telling you what to do, but it's just so funny. Like he brings up these questions, and they're like, "What's like the hardest you've laughed in your life?" And mm-hmm. uh, but I was listening to a recent one that he did with Russell Brand. Mm-hmm. He like towards the end of the podcast, Pete Holmes. He's like, "Is it true that you lost your virginity to a prostitute that your dad took you to?" <laughs> and then Russell Brand, just complete wit, was just like. Ah uh, yes, I have listened to your show. This is the final question you ask everybody, right? And, I, and it's just like it was so quick and so funny. I'm like, what if that really was like the last question just randomly <laughs> in the podcast just to get people off? Is it true you lost your virginity to a prostitute your dad took you to when you were 11 or like 13 years old? Like, Can you what? imagine that scenario in my shoes? Now I like I'm going with people that I've barely like talked to or met in my life, <laughs> oh my and, I, and I research something so obscure that where like it hits home with you, where you're like, oh my yeah. god, how did the fuck did you know that? Yeah. That would be incredible. Like, Maybe. Did you 
maybe dress up as a clown one time for Halloween and yeah. what's well, like you eat had off that, in your mom's like, basement. <laughs> like what? Like, how'd you find oh that? Oh my out? god! Like you had that recent, yeah. You had that guy who was recently like a a Minneapolis sports like yeah, personality, yeah, Dominique right? Claire, yeah. yeah. It would just be funny if you looked up like some obscure story of like a Minnesota Vikings fan who did something stupid after that Vikings loss. And you're like, I forget, weren't you the fan who did X, Y, Z? And then you're just like, wait, what? <laughs> just bring up like some random scenario that kind of ties back to the person. Um, but no, that'd be funny. Maybe, maybe moving forward. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah moving forward. Too, bro, right? you, 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 you lucked out. You skipped out on the random fact that I dig up from your criminal <laughs> yeah. record. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe Mike and I, once when we get some shows back going, we'll, uh, we'll dive into Start that. Start doing more. that. Well, yeah. yeah. No, man. Uh, just any pub, you know, for me, you guys can see my website. If any of the stuff we did talk about from my professional and career standpoint, the copywriting side, uh, my website is terryshillingwrites.com. So it's W R I T E S for rights. Um, follow me on Twitter at tshill86, um, Instagram at terry underscore shilling. It's S C H I L L I N G. You know, I'm posting content on that and you just, uh, you know, some copywriting, marketing, freelance tips. Again, if any of that interests you, um, I have some stuff like some marketing things you can download on my website too. Um, but that's kind of really it, man. I've Fantastic. been again, creating content, just living, writing and, uh, enjoying life as much hey, as I can, man. That's what it's all again, about. Trying to put out the positive energy, my friend. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Terry, I appreciate your time and, uh, likewise, we'll, man. we'll do Thank this so again much. soon. It's not like this is the only time I'll have you on. We can, yeah, exactly. We can, come back to this and play a few I feel more songs. Like, I feel close enough where like, I like hopefully that we can somewhat meet in real life, not like in a weird way, but just like, who knows if like you're ever in the city. Alley? Yeah. No, if you're ever in the city, man, <laughs> want to grab lunch or something sometime, you, yeah, go, man. you go, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, we can, we can definitely set some time to, uh, to hang out for sure. Look, this yeah. is what happens when we podcast. Right? People become real friends in real life and then they end up dead <laughs> wow yeah we all die <laughs> taking it to a dark God, turn, I, was watching, yes. I was watching some some movie some movie the other day and it was just like aren't you too old to try to be a pop star and the guy's like back like aren't you too young to die it's <laughs> just like whoa what the fuck <laughs> so dark but it was so funny dude i laughed out loud for like 20 seconds like wow that was well timed and weird oh man yeah right, well, i feel we'll like once we talked about american pie i was like you know i could see myself hanging out having a beer with anthony absolutely really man and yeah of course of course we can have a yeah. beer all right. All right. Well, no one wants to hear about our bromance anymore. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, we'll, we'll sign this out. Thanks for listening. <laughs>